Hello, my brothers and sisters in Christ. How are you today? Welcome to St. Mark Bimbaji's podcast, the podcast that tastes crunchy, even in milk, overnight. Prayer is a powerful thing. I'm not talking about what most talking heads on the TV and social media mean when they say, our thoughts and prayers are with them. I suppose someone might actually know what they're saying, but I'd imagine that most might as well say, my peanut butter and jelly sandwich and thoughts are with them. The word prayer is too often used as a turn of phrase, as an expression in slang culture. Prayer is the act of interacting with God, the God, and He listens. Psalm 34 verse 25 says, The eyes of the Lord are on the righteous, and His ears are attentive to their cry. This doesn't make God some sort of holy vending machine or a genie granting our every wish, but in Romans 8 we read that, And we know that in all things God works for the good of those who love Him, who have been called according to His purpose. So what does that mean for us? It makes our faith a two-way street. We listen and study God's Word, and we reply through prayer in times of joy, sorrow, pain, and exuberance, in all times. God is going to give us exactly what we need, because He is a good and loving Father. But we need that relationship, and God desires that relationship with us. Prayer is that important link to building it. Lastly, you may ask, well, who are the righteous? If it's the righteousness on merit, it's certainly not me, and I know it's not you either, because the Bible tells us that all of us are sinful and fall short of the glory of God. No, the righteous are those who know they are sinful, who repent of their sins, and ask confidently through faith in Jesus and His perfect sacrifice for forgiveness of their sins. Those righteous people, that fall on their faces daily by their own shortcomings, those are the righteous. So why did I tell all of this to you today? Because getting started with prayer, it can be hard. Getting started or staying consistent in prayer by oneself can be very hard. And this is where a fellowship of believers can be helpful. In addition to running this podcast, I also run a weekly email where people pray together. Some of the prayers are mine, or things that I know or have heard about. Many of the prayers are from people who are on the list who tell me things that are going on with themselves or others. And we want you to join us. I don't care where you're from, if English isn't your first language, or if you're not a member of our church. Send me an email at john.kirk at stmarkbemidji.org, and I will add you to the list. It's not some general distribution list where I'll send you spam every day. I literally type this thing out every week by hand. No one will track you or even see if you opened your email. It's just a tool to help you along your journey in Christ, and it's nice to know that other brothers and sisters are right there along the trail with you, praying alongside you and for you. And if you're so inclined, I want you to send me your prayers that you might have, and we'll join right in with you. If you like what you're listening to right now, you can subscribe to it on your phone or your computer, and you can listen to this four times every week. If you're watching on YouTube, you can also click the little bell and be notified the moment a new podcast is published. 
there's a good chance you're watching or listening to this right now on YouTube. And there are share links right in that app, right below the video window. You can share this content with your friends, random people you like to bug in the checkout line too. Break your awkward silence and talk about the quirky podcast that you listen to that shares the words of life, God's Word. Both the podcast and YouTube have a share link as the very first thing in the show notes if you'd rather just copy it and paste it and send it to your friend. Let me know if you can't find it at john.kirk at stmarksbemidji.org. The rest of this week's lessons fit right in with our topic of prayer and faith. They show Jesus' compassion and love for us sinners here on earth, the reason he came to save us from our sins. Let's listen in to today's devotion. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. My text is recorded in Matthew chapter 8. And when Jesus entered Capernaum, a centurion came to him, imploring him and saying, Lord, my servant is lying paralyzed at home, fearfully tormented. Jesus said to him, I will come and heal him. But the centurion said, Lord, I am not worthy for you to come under my roof. But just say the word, and my servant will be healed. For I also am a man under authority with soldiers under me, and I say to this one, Go, and he goes, and to another, Come, and he comes, and to my slave, Do this, and he does it. Now when Jesus heard this, he marveled and said to those who were following, Truly I say to you, I have not found such great faith with anyone in Israel. I say to you that many will come from east and west and recline at the table with Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob in the kingdom of heaven. But the sons of the kingdom will be cast out into the outer darkness. In that place there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And Jesus said to the centurion, Go, it shall be done for you as you have believed. And the servant was healed that very moment. So far the reading. In the name of Jesus, amen. Should not Christians believe without doubting? Should not Christians pray without placing limits on God's goodness? How often aren't our prayers offered to God together with our preferred solution to the matter brought to God, the timing of it, the particular manner in which we want God to respond in agreement with us, of course? Isaiah spoke quite directly to this sinful tendency of ours when he quoted God, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, nor are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. I have served in the military, as did the centurion. I had significant rank, as he did. I have a keen understanding of what the centurion said about commanding soldiers under him. Even the musings of a commander can become the orders for the subordinates. And I have a keen understanding of my place, where I should be, and where I do not belong. Well, this centurion knows where he does not belong. The sinner ought not attempt to come into the presence of the holy God, for no one can do so and live. Centurion knows that. But he believes in Jesus. He knows and believes that Jesus is the Son of God incarnate. He knows him as the promised Messiah and Savior from sin, death, and hell. He knows the power of the Word of God, as before him stands the very incarnate Word of God. And so he confessed, Lord, 
I am not worthy for you to come under my roof, but just say the word, and my servant will be healed. And Jesus points up his faith. The centurion believes that Jesus can change everything with just a word, and he believed that word and held on to it for dear life, even if Jesus didn't come into his house. The Word of Christ. Jesus said, Truly, truly, I say to you, he who hears my word and believes him who sent me has eternal life and does not come into judgment, but has passed out of death into life. The centurion believed. In the name of Jesus, amen. That's all there is for today. But we are so happy you took a few moments out of your busy day to listen to God's Word with us. Please consider subscribing to our podcast to hear more devotions like this, Monday through Friday, and to hear our Sunday sermons as well. We also cordially invite you to join us for church every week at 8 a.m. and 10.30 a.m. on Sunday mornings. If you would like more information about our church and its ministry, please visit our website at www.stmarksbemidji.com. Dot O-R-G.